What's up, everybody? Back again. Downtime with Downstar. Episode 23. We in the building. What's up, everybody? Back at it again. Monday morning. Was it about 9.13? Your boy's been on some on the early tip lately. I just dropped off young OG C2 at school. Shot over here to record the podcast real quick. And then uh, going to head to work. Knock out another days of work. And we're chopping away at it, guys. We, uh, as you may or may not know, we had our Black Friday, a.k.a. Bolt Friday sale. And it was a complete success. But now we have hell of orders, and it's going good. We um we've been we've been focusing on them, we've been chopping them down, and uh, right now we're tying up all the loose ends, just trying to get everything out. It's it's a lot of stuff that we have to do, and it's a lot of stuff that we gotta um we gotta just figure out and make happen man it's it's crazy it's definitely crazy when uh when all the orders are coming in you're just so stoked you're just like yeah look oh and more orders more orders and then once the dust settles you're like oh shit i gotta get to work but we're no strangers to work hard work and we've uh we've been on it Shout out to my guys. Shout out to everybody that's been helping out. Um, even the other day, my dad came in. My dad was helping out um, Prep. If you guys are familiar with the uh, previous episodes of the podcast, Prep came through. He was helping out. Um, shout out to Alex. Shout out to Khalif. Shout out to Alex's brother. He was helping us out too. So just trying to make it happen, guys. And uh, everything's going good. By the end of this week, we should be in a really, really, really good spot. And I'm excited because I'm one that I really don't celebrate until everything is done. The transaction is done. And right now, I don't feel the transaction is done because uh, I still got to fulfill my end, you know. But it's going. Shout out to everybody that supported the uh, Bolt Friday sale, Cyber Monday sale. You guys balled out. A lot of the uh, the orders that we got were pretty, pretty chunky. And I can't wait to send them out. I can't wait to send them out. And I can't wait for these people to get them because I know that they're excited for their orders. But it's been a, it's been a busy last week. Um, at least the last eight, nine, ten days have been pretty crazy. I've, uh, I've been on my promo shit. I promoed the hell out of uh, Bolt Friday. I was on it, you know, doing between giveaways and stuff like that. And then when the day came and then we had Thanksgiving and then just going in the next day and trying to sort everything out. It's uh, it's been crazy. And I've just been working nonstop ever since then, every single day. And I'm not really used to working every single day, like late at night, you know, um, we, we really don't have to, uh, I feel like I don't want to live that life, you know, um, I lived that life for so, so many years where I would just go in and just 
be working and working and working and working and yeah it's good and yeah you you definitely do get ahead and that's what it takes man it takes a lot of hard work but like i always say time is the only currency that you really have and the time that i would be spending at the shop is time that i'll be away from my family so at this point in my life uh, i'm not really trying to be at the shop all day every day 24 7 but lately that's what it's been like just getting all caught up on these orders and um it's it's been cool you know it's uh it's getting to a point where i'm ready to uh to move on to something else <laughs> i'm kind of i'm kind of over it but it, it'll be uh it'll be finished soon and we'll get back to our regularly scheduled program um but I'm super excited about today because Ash is coming back from Chicago. So Ash has been in Chicago since last week. She went on a girl's trip and um, she's been having a good time in Chicago. And she's been eating good. Uh, she's She's been eating good. She's been posting up. They went to a play and uh, they went to like this... Um, it looked really cool. It was like a, a Santa themed bar and they had snow inside and, and the Santa was singing and stuff. And it, it looked really cool. I, I hope she's having, uh, having fun, but she comes home tonight and I'm super excited about that. Oh shit. Wrong one. <laughs> I finally, finally got the, uh, the soundboard. I, I need an applause one. I think I have to look for it to see if you can get applause one. But she'll be coming home tonight. Um, so I'm going to be grinding at the shop. I just want to knock out this podcast real quick. Um, head over to the shop and get back to work. And get back to normal, man. I, I really don't like when she's away that long. Or I don't even like when I'm away that long. Because it, uh, it just gets my nerves going. You know, it's just I don't know. If I feel like out of control that if I'm over there or she's over there and something happens, I know you can't live like that. And I know you can't think, uh, let that stuff dictate your life. But either way, man, it's, it's always good when we're relatively in a close uh, vicinity of each other. And I miss her. It's crazy. She's literally like my best friend. So when she comes, um, I'll get to tell her about our weekend that we had and uh, just hang out and have a good night's rest because it doesn't, it feels a lot different when you're, when you're sleeping alone, you know, breaks up the whole dynamic, but we did have a good weekend. It was a really, really good weekend. Um, this was man's weekend. So it was me, C, me and C2 rocking the whole weekend. We, uh, we ended up going to Crab and Spice, so it's like a shrimp boil where it all the stuff comes in the bag. You know, you get the shrimp, you get the corn, the potatoes, uh, seasoning of your choice, and then the temperature, and then you just pour it all on the table. And he wanted to get crab. He's really been into crab lately. I don't know why. Um, I don't know who how he even got put on to crab, but one day I remember he was like, hey, I want to go to Red Lobster. I want to have crab. I said, all right. Bet, let's do it. So we went and he he was digging it. So when we went to um Crab and Spice, he wanted to get crab. I said, all right, cool, let's do it, man. So we got some king crab and we super grubbed. We hella grubbed and we had a good time. So we grubbed right there. And then we uh I think it was the next day, we I took him and um my nephew Daniel 
we got all dressed up. I made them get dressed up and wear uh, wear some nice clothes and fix their hair and stuff. <laughs> and we went to um, the Thousand Oaks Mall, which has the Cheesecake Factory. So we went to Cheesecake Factory and we grubbed right there and they had a they had a good meal and then they had dessert and then we came back to the pad and the boys had a sleepover. The boys ended up having a sleepover and um, my cousin Prep, he came over and we did the podcast, but it, <laughs> it was probably not one that's going to come out. We really didn't talk about much. I was pretty much just playing him a lot of music because Prep, he... um. He's an old school head, you know. He he's into old school hip hop, and he knows what true hip hop is. He's um he's the one that actually got me into hip hop back when I was a wee young lad. But he's not really into this new music, and I can understand it, you know. Seeing the seeing the new music from the outside looking in, it's not that attractive, dude. It's kind of a it's kind of embarrassing, you know. But there is some good stuff, and you have to dig into it. So I was trying to put him on to some new music. I was just playing him a lot of different stuff. And he seemed to, uh, I asked him after, and he seemed to enjoy um, Little Peep. So that was pretty cool because I really fuck with Little Peep. And I'm, I am I like to put anybody on to him that would enjoy it, you know. I'm, for everybody, everybody's taste is different. Some people just won't, won't like it. But all I ask is that you just give it a chance, you know. Give it a... Give it that good old Garcia try and uh, try it on for size. See what you think. Maybe you'll like it, maybe you won't. But with music, guys, you, you really have to stay open-minded. You can't you can't just be uh, into your old ways. I know people still are bumping Chronic 2001 and, you know, dog pound and shit like that. I mean, that's cool, you know. But literally, guys, that was almost 30 years ago. We got to try something different out. There's a lot of good music out there, and I think a lot of people are doing themselves a disservice that they don't even try it out. Because um, there is that, there is the stuff, you know, the the, the quote-unquote mumble rap that everybody doesn't like or think it's a bad rap. You know, I love it because I love trap music, and that, that gives me that kind of feel. And I'm pretty stoked how the way that um, music is right now. There's a lot of good stuff out, and there's um, there's a lot of mainstream good stuff that's out too, like even the Meek Mill. The Meek just dropped, and uh, that album is really good. It has a uh, the the intro like he killed it again. I don't know how Meek just keeps killing it with the intros, but but the, this intro is like super fire. Let me let me actually even uh. Let me put it on real quick. You guys got to hear this, dude. This, this is the intro to the new uh, Meek Mill album, Championship. So they like flip the uh, Phil Collins um, air in the night beat super hard. Let me see. Let me fast forward. When the, when the beat drops, so hard. Meek, de- Meek deserves this, man. He's been through a uh, he's been through a lot of shit lately. Porsche 
and he's still uh he's still doing it this album is really really good you guys gotta check this out come on drop there it goes uh. what? You guys gotta check this album out. That that album is really fire. Shout out to Meek Mill. I didn't even know he was coming out with an album. I didn't know he was coming out with it, but I, then I saw everybody posting it up, and um, I checked it out, and it was the Meek that I love. I was really into Meek back in the day. Pause. It was um, his music was was really really good to me, and I just liked how grimy it was and his his flow and shit and. It's just maturing now. His flow is just maturing, and the shit that he's been through, he's been talking about that. And I like that, dude. I like when people have uh, have an influence, and they use their influence for good. And he's he's showing people the route that he went, and what troubles he got into, and how it's still affecting him to this day. I think that he's still on probation from like ten years ago or something when he was a kid. And that's how they keep you trapped in the system. You know, they put you on probation for 10 years. Yeah, you don't do any time or whatever, but you're on probation for 10 years. So even if you run a stop sign, you're going away to jail, dude. And it's it's really sad. And he's been a victim of that. That's crazy. 10 years, guys. Think of that. But he's always been rapping about, um, you know, his his troubles with the law and things of that nature and it's crazy that he was in jail like there was a time where meek was in jail it was i think it was maybe last year or the year before but he was away for a good time and ever since he's been out he's just been um he's been getting it man and that's why you just got to stay pushing forward no matter what happens even the all that stuff that happened with him and drake um Everybody was saying Meek's done, Meek's done. Everybody was clowning him. Everybody, he was the the butt of every joke. He was a meme, and he just busted out. and And then he ended up he ended up going to jail too. So this was around the same time. It was around the same time. Drake smoked him, man. Shout out to Drizzy. Drizzy is a savage. And yeah, everybody's saying about that he didn't battle with a push a t i don't know what the hell was up with that to be honest i wish it would have happened because i like rap battles but <clears throat> i like it more in the sense of tory lanes and joiner lucas like that was exciting that was an exciting few days when uh Joiner Lucas and Tory lanes were going at it and if you're not familiar with each, each either of them you've got to check them out but um, Joiner Lucas is a spitter, and that dude he uh, he's got bars, bars. He could paint a picture like a movie, guys. Literally, just paints it in your head, and when you're listening to the song, you're just uh, you're just imagining everything that he's saying. So I, I fuck with Joiner Lucas heavy. But Tory, Tory Lanez, I really didn't think of him as a rapper at all. I always thought of him as um, just like an R&B guy, you know? Nothing's like a party next door or something like that. 
Trey songs or whatever, but he had some bars, man. I don't know if you guys had a chance to even see this battle. I don't know what happened. I don't even know why they ended up um, throwing shots at each other. Oh, I do. I do remember now. Uh, Tory Lanez was live on Instagram and somebody brought up um, Jordan Lucas. So he said something on the lines like, yeah, that kid Joyner Lucas is good, but he ain't me or something, something like that. So the next day, Joyner took a took a shot at him, threw some bars at him, and then Tory Lanez came back with some bars. And then Joyner came in and fucking smoked them. He smashed on him. I forget what the beat was. I think it was... Uh, I'll have to look it up. What beat it was. But Joyner Lucas came out. And he... Um, he got at him. Liddy. It was on Liddy. I'll, I'll play you guys a small little sample of it. What's up with you R&B niggas? Killed him. He killed him, guys. So I thought, I thought that it was, um, I thought it was a rap. I thought it was a rap. I thought uh, Joiner Lucas washed him, and then Tory Lanez came out with his version of Liddy. Good lord. I'm gonna tell him like Star Wars, Lucas, I'm your father. What? He just got him. He got him the fuck out of here. And I, I never thought I would say that. But Joyner Lane's got Joyner Lucas the fuck out of here with that one. Because after that, then Joyner Lucas came out with uh, the ZZ freestyle. Which was his next diss. And that wasn't it, man. That wasn't it. When it comes to rap battles, you have to... No matter what, no matter what biases you have, you have to pick the one who who won. And uh, for that exchange right there, Tory Lanez definitely did win. And I think it made people look at him a lot differently. I think it made people respect him more as uh, as a spitter instead of just a regular artist. I didn't think he had that in him, but that's dope to know now, you know. And that's the kind of rap battles I like. I, I like rap battles like that. You know, you throw your shots throw it you know no subliminals straight up mention the name adam and that's what they did and it was beautiful they even went on live like co-live together and they're just giving each other props and shit it's not beef 
it's nice but uh the the drake and and meek shit that was definitely beef and the uh drake push a t thing that that seemed like real beef right there i mean to push said that it wasn't real beef to him but i'm pretty sure drake was a little spicy after all that because that um i forgot what it was son of adadon from uh push a t that was pretty ruthless man he he kind of went super ham on it so i i don't have any uh i don't have any doubt that drake could have came on and got back at at pusha but it was gonna get ugly it was definitely definitely gonna get ugly and if you guys really decipher like um i think it was duppy was yeah duppy he uh he was going after yay a lot it was it was pusha but i think it was more yay that he was going after he's got some real issues with kanye right now and uh that shit's still going on man and um jay still got smoke with kanye too and jay jay kind of let it out on the new meek album the song is called What's uh, What's Free. So it's Meek Mill, Rick Ross, and Jay-Z. And Ross is so underrated, man. Ross is a fucking spitter, dude. Like He even says it on there, 10 years in the game, and I'm still nobody's favorite. But I, I just don't know why, because Ross is Ross is good, guys. He could put he could put an album together. He's got a good beat selection. He's just his flow is just butter, you know. Rick Ross, he's legit, legit as fuck. So he got down on there, but Jay Jay just dropped bars. If you guys haven't heard that one, you got to check that out. So that's on the new Meek album, Championship. Meek Mill, Rick Ross, and Jay Z. The song is called "What's Free," and it's a the "What's Beef" beat by Biggie. It's a it's a mix of that one. Really, really fucking good. Jay smoked that shit. And uh, actually, Drizzy's on there, too. So Drake and Meek have another song on uh, Drake's album. But for some reason, I feel like Drake didn't snap that hard. I, I, I wish that he would have snapped a little harder because we've all been waiting for this. Um, if you guys are a real fan of hip-hop, when the whole Meek and uh, Drake thing were going down, it was cool, but it was, uh, it just created a lot of bullshit and a lot of drama in the community because after that happened, then it just caused a lot of more um, inherited beef. This dude couldn't do a song with this guy. This guy couldn't be around this guy or whatever. And it was, it was dumb, you know? And plus they're good together. Meek and Drake are good together. Even since uh, back in the day, what was it like? Amen. They had a song together, and uh, they had another one on his um, dreams, dreams and nightmares. I forget what it's called. Dreams are worth more than money. That album. They've done some stuff together, and I'm glad to see them back together. You know, they're two young OGs, and we can't have our OGs fighting like that. They got to, uh, they got to have the same goal in mind. And yeah, they're they're on two different spectrums. They're both doing their own thing, but uh, we need these kids need role models, and they both have the the power to be that 
especially Meek. You know, Meek's been through a bunch of shit. Meek's from the fucking gutter. And for him to uh for him to come out and just make make something out of nothing, I totally respect that. And uh I know that he's he helps out his community a lot over in Philly. And he's trying to show people that there's another path. There's another path to this and you don't have to just be on uh doing drugs or selling drugs or doing crimes and stuff like that. And he's showing you what is the result of it. Like I was saying, him still being on um, probation. That's rough, man. Just imagine that. Just imagine having the world in the palm of your hands and then going and getting locked up. Like my guy 6ix9ine. Shout out to 6ix9ine, free 6ix9ine. He's locked up right now. And it is not looking good. It's not looking good at all, man. And that is super sad because this dude came and he just had the best year ever. I mean, granted, there was a lot of drama involved in it, but he just fucking blew up. I can't think of anybody that's blown up as fast as, as 6 9 has. And yeah, a lot of people say that his music is just yelling and he doesn't have bars and stuff, but whatever, you know? Isn't, I'm not saying that he's the next big L, but it was entertaining. And at the end of the day, we have to realize that, that that's what this is. This is what music is. It's entertaining. And whatever entertains you, whatever um, makes your time go by, whatever makes your uh, your day go by, that's, that's all you need, you know? Some people get entertained by one thing. Some people get entertained by another. It's like... Some days you just want to have pizza, you know? You don't have to have filet mignon every single day. But if you want, there's options. And I enjoyed 6ix9ine. I love his music, man. It's hype. It's, it reminds me of some, like, Waka shit, you know? It's just some fucking grimy music, just hard-ass beats, slapping, just don't give a fuck. But <laughs> my guy just should have gave... A little more fucks than he did because now he's uh he's not doing so hot man so shout out to six nine his album came out uh dummy boy it actually got leaked so his album got leaked and um they just said fuck it they put it out and it's got a couple good songs but uh it needed to cook more it wasn't ready it definitely wasn't re- in my opinion it wasn't ready at all, but it's doing good numbers, obviously, because all of his shit always does good num- numbers. Plus, everybody's been anticipating this album, especially since he went to jail. The hype is just crazy, but it's nothing that I, um, I'll be turning to. He's trying a lot of stuff, and I get it. He's trying to. He was trying to find his, um, trying to test out all these different waves and see what which one works best, but. The 6ix9ine that I like is like Gummo 6ix9ine. Grimy 6ix9ine. Uh, Yokai 6ix9ine. That shit. That's what I love, you know? But then all this other stuff with the uh, like the Latin songs and things like that, it's not really my thing. I know other people might enjoy it, and especially in the East Coast out there, that's kind of a wave that people are onto that Latin stuff, but I'm not really into it. Um, the only song that I really liked that he um, he took a different way was Gotti Gotti. That song is so fire. You guys got to check that shit out if you haven't heard it. Gotti Gotti. 
But you guys got to check out Yokai, Y-O-K-A-I. That song, that's probably one of my favorite songs from 6ix9ine because it's uh, just super grimy. And it was before he got popular. It was before all the fame. You know, it was before his face tats. He didn't even have any face tats back then. But he was spitting, and you could tell he was hungry. And this is actually the uh, the intro song to um, our vlog. Let me skip this real quick. But uh, the song's Yokai. And the video's pretty tight, too. You guys should definitely check it out on YouTube. Y-O-K-A-I. The editing is done kind of like a Grand Theft Auto. This is the intro to the vlog. I use this song. Let this run a little bit, guys. Let's feel this. Speed is so hard. You just gotta think, man. Look. These are just like young kids. It's the same. Fuck it. Get a camera. Go in the studio and make it happen. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Spitter. Spitter, that shit is so hard, dude. You just throw that jam on and you're just rolling, and I guarantee you, you look down, you'll be doing 130 real quick in the residential. Okay, everybody, we're gonna take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be back in one minute. Yo, what's up, fool? Make sure you check out Downstar for all of your dress up needs. Get it popping over here. We have all the kits for the K series, the B series, the transmission, the mouse, the engine, the Toro, baby. We have the hardware for the seats, for the stereo. We got it for the speakers. We got it for the lug nuts. We got it for the air valves. We got it for everything, dog. So you make sure you hit us up at downstarring.com or you call us up, fool. You can even text us, lame. 818-937-3472. Just shoot us a text and tell us what's up, dog. I need some fucking in this bitch hit us up downstarring.com hey and if you got an instagram slide in our fucking dm at downstar wait hit up the homie frank underscore downstar he's the one that takes care of all the dms hit that level up and shoot him a message and he'll get you all taken care of real nicely songs like that just make you not give a fuck you know you just want to Fuck it! Throw that shit on and you're down to start a riot. But even his last album, I really didn't fuck with it much. It had some good uh, good songs on there. Like, uh, Billy's a really good song. I like that song. That's one of Christian's favorite songs, too. It's crazy, man. He listens to a lot of... Um, he listens to a lot of rap. And he knows the words he can say. He knows what we, he can't say. But I want him to experience uh, music. I want him to like what he likes. And he knows he can't be cussing or taking anything that these guys are saying is serious. It's just, it's like if he was to watch a, like a rated R movie or something, as long as it doesn't have sex in it. But I've been, uh, I've been really into my music shit 
lately. And um, after listening to the Joe Budden podcast, shout out to the guys, Joe Budden, Maul, Rory, Parks, all the dudes over there, killing it, super killing it. And they have a, a segment, it's called Sleepers. So each of them will play a song that's kind of not that popular or it's just coming up um, maybe from an up-and-coming artist or on a mixtape or what have you, you know, just a song that's not really um, mainstream. And Maul's pick the other day was uh, this rapper. His name is Benny the Butcher, and the song's 97 Hove. And after hearing this one, this was kind of like, wow, this one brought me back in the day and like grimy New York, like drug dealing dope gang era. This one is beat. Just feel that shit, guys. This is like what made me fall in love with East Coast hip hop. Just music like this. I'm like 97 hoes. I went platinum off a brick. I cooked on 97 stoves. Yeah, I know the streets is watching, so I'm highly skeptical. Benny. Benny the Butcher. So this album is Tana Talk 3. Song 97 hoes. But it's a... It's definitely a good song. And it's a good album, too. It's good to switch it up right there and just check out some new music. Because you never know what you're going to find. You never know who's going to be your, your next favorite artist. You got to just keep it moving, you know. <clears throat> but you guys got to check those out. Let me know um, if you guys listen to them. Let me know your or let me know what you think. And if you guys have any recommendations for music for, for me to check out, just let me know. Um, my taste of music is pretty much across the board. Um, I like everything. You know, I, I, I like even country music, I like uh, EDM kind of music, punk rock, um, whatever. If you guys know some up-and-coming rappers or whatever, up-and-coming artists, and you think that they have good music, shoot it over to me. I always enjoy it. But I've been more on my music stuff lately than, uh, than actually even car stuff. I really haven't done much car things lately. I haven't done anything to the hatches at all. Both hatches have just been chilling, and I'm probably going to drive the right hand pretty soon. I'm looking at it right now, and she's looking mad sexy. But it's been a while. I haven't driven this car since, um, I'm pretty sure the last night that I drove it was the night of the meet. So that was the, the end of September. So it's been a little while already since I've driven the right hand. And the heavy in the streets, EG, it's been a lot longer than that. But I just enjoy the M so much. It's a good daily. It's comfy. It um, it has everything that I need. You know. It has all the all the uh, all the luxury things like um, heated seats and a heater. <laughs> it has AC. It has power door locks. It has so much more than these cars had, and it's fucking fast, man. I love that car, and. Uh, that's the car that I've been working on lately. If I've worked on any cars, we uh, we actually just did the suspension. Not we. Um, my boy E-Man. Shout out to E-Man. He did the suspension on the M. We got a KW suspension. KW V3. Shout out to KW. 
we got suspension for the M and he put it on. Um, I forget what day it was, but it was some, some day last week. And the car just looks way better now. It took away the wheel gap. It actually dumped it a lot lower than I thought it was going to dump it. And the ride feels, so it dumped it, yet the ride feels better than it did with stock suspension. So I'm super stoked with it. Um, before that, I don't remember the last thing I did to that car. It wasn't much. I've just been kind of focused on on business lately, and I haven't had a chance to really dabble with cars. But got the suspension on, and I got the wheels. So I, I know I've, I've said it in past uh, podcasts that I got a new set of wheels for the M. So I have uh, raised gram lights. I think the model is Extreme 57. Yeah, I'm sure that that's what the model of the wheels are. They're 19 by, I don't know, probably like 19 by 9, 19 by 10, something like that. But in the rear, the tires are wider than the ones that I have on the M right now. So it's going to look a little chunkier. The fitment's going to be a little better. But the only thing is that they have a curb rash. All of them have curb rash. So my plan is today I'm going to take the, the wheels and tires to uh, America's Tire, have them take the tires off, and then I don't know when I'm going to do it. Maybe tomorrow because I got to go to uh, I got to go to Sun Valley to pick up anodizing. Maybe tomorrow I'll take the wheels with me, and then from there I'll bust a mission to um to my guys in LA to get the wheels refinished. I'm going to get the wheels refinished, have them fix the lips. Um, I'm still going to do the same color of the wheels. The wheels are matte black, so they're going to match the uh, the graphics that are on the M right now. And I think that's going to look pretty sexy. But that's probably going to be it that I'm going to do to the M for a little while. I wish I could do a system in it. The system sounds good in the M, but it's not... It's not the best that I would want it to be. I wish it had a lot more bass. I would not even mind at all putting a box in there. Putting a box with like a 112 inch dub 7 or something. I think that would be super legit. But I haven't done any car audio stuff in the last shit. Probably at least five years. I mean, I still know what to do. And I know I can do it. But it's been a while, man. It's been a while. It's crazy, man, that it's been so long since I've done anything with car audio. But back in the day, that was my life. It was every single day I was doing something with car audio. I That was my job. I would go to work and I would just work on systems. And that was tight. That was really cool. You know, I look back at that and I I appreciate all those days that I had that I worked at Best Buy. I don't think that it was a waste of time. I think I've learned so much over there. And I had a great time. I met so many good friends working at Best Buy. And every day was just, um, it was it was a new journey, you know. It was, it was in something fun. It was something fun to do. And I enjoyed it. The only thing that I really didn't enjoy was the obligation. So I would have to wake up and I would have to get there at a certain time. And <clears throat> I like to start the day when I like to start the day. I like to be ready to start the day. Like today, I'm ready for today. Happy Monday to everybody. I'm ready to go. I woke up this morning. It was probably about like 6.45, 6.50. My alarm was, was were going off. 
but kept snoozing them. I knew I had a couple more minutes to go because we had to dip out here at 7.30. So Ash called me about um, about 7 o'clock, went upstairs, got Christian up, and uh, dropped him off at school, came back here. Now, what time is it right now? It's 9.52, so it's just going to be about 10. I'm um, going to finish up this podcast, get it uploaded, and drop it. It'll drop at noon, so I'm trying to get back on schedule. Last week on Thursday, the podcast didn't come out till Friday just because it was it was too much stuff going on. Um, and we had to push it back. Oh, that's what that's right. So Ash left on Thursday. Thursday night, Alex came and then prep came, and that was the last podcast we dropped, and it dropped on Friday. But I'm sticking to the schedule as best as I can because consistency is key and one day this is gonna pop man I'm excited for it I I know that it just takes a lot of hard work and I know I gotta stay focused on it and I gotta do practice um but one day this is gonna work out and I'm really excited to see where this goes because I'm I want this podcasting to work I want it to be something that I uh I progress in and I'm trying I'm trying to get my um communicating skills up. I'm trying to use certain words. I'm trying to not use certain words, but it's hard. You know, it's all just uh it just takes practice and training and you have to be quick with it. You have to be quick in the head and you have to think about subjects and, and keep it rolling and that's what I'm trying to do. So I appreciate all you guys listening. I appreciate you guys uh giving your insight on this and, and just taking time out of your day just to um, listen to the podcast. This is number 23 already, so we're, we're making moves, man. We're, we're definitely making moves, and uh, I'm on my grind. So happy Monday, everybody. I hope you guys have a good day today. I'm ready to start the day. As soon as this podcast finishes, I'm shooting to the shop and headphones on. Boom, get back to work. Last night, I th- the only thing that's really holding us back is parts from anodizing because we've been getting slammed with certain colors and we'll think that we have enough in stock and once we start knocking out orders the uh the stock just starts dwindling away quick and when it's the weekend you really can't do anything about it so yesterday i wanted to stay ahead of the game i um I dropped off anodizing last night instead of today. I was going to drop it off this morning, but if I did it this morning, I wouldn't get back home till a little later. The day wouldn't start, and then you know I wouldn't have time to do the podcast. So logistically speaking, that was going to be the best thing because last night I really didn't have much to do, and we we're kind of uh, things are getting stagnant at the shop because we're just waiting for things to come in. So last night I busted a mission to drop off anodizing in the valley, and uh, at the same time me and big mike ended up meeting up at a crew tie so if you guys are into thai food uh you should check out crew thai k-r-u-a-t-h-a-i and it's in north hollywood on sherman way place is crack and me and big mike have been uh talking about going there for a minute because he lives maybe about uh, i would probably say Maybe about 100, 120 miles from me. We're kind of far from each other. And it's um, 
I'm never really out there because the way that he lives is is further from anywhere where I would need to go. If I need to go anywhere, it's usually uh, in the L.A. area, and he's kind of like, I think it's um, San Gabriel Valley, if I'm not mistaken, but he's kind of far. So we were talking earlier in the week. Uh, he gave me a call, and we're just chopping it up, uh, catching up. And then I told him if he wanted to do dinner on Sunday. So uh, I made it work out where I dropped off the stuff at Anodizing, and then me and Big Mike went to dinner, and we went to Crouton, and we grubbed so much, so much food, man. Oh, my goodness. It was like two bowls of soup, big bowls, like sharing bowls. So he got a bowl, I got a bowl. Um, and then there was like four entrees. I think we got chicken pad CU, uh, garlic chicken. Um, what was it? Uh, I forget. He got some other type of noodle dish. And uh, yeah, we ate really good. I even uh, got crispy pork. And crispy pork, if you guys don't know, it's kind of like chicharrones. Super good. So we got those and we just grubbed like savages and just talked about about life, you know. When we get together, we, yeah, we do talk about cars, but it's more about like the life that we live because of cars, all the things that we go through when we travel and the situations and the goals that we have in mind and things like that. It's really good when we get together because we just get to build. And plus, it's somebody that's going through um, generally like the same things that I am. I mean, we are both in different parts of the community and we both have different goals in mind but we still go through a lot of stuff as far as um traveling and things like that and and experiencing new places experiencing new events and it's really cool to to be able to talk to somebody who knows kind of what's going on and that can make sense out of all of it and two we'll just throw each ideas at each other and see if anything sticks and then talk about the new year that's coming coming around and what plans we have and things like that. So it's really good. It's really good just to sit down with each other and um, just break bread. And I would recommend that to all you guys. You know, if you if you have some buddies that you really don't see that much, just try to make some time. Maybe even plan it out a week ahead or something. Say, hey man, on this day, let's go get some dinner or something. And sit down because. We all deal with struggles and we all deal with stress. And it's good just to be able to talk to somebody and just let it out and you know, kind of uh, put things in perspective. And we've both been on the move lately. Uh, maybe him even more than myself. He just got back from Indonesia. So him and Rywire, they went to uh, a trade show in Indonesia. They were actually guest judges. For, I think they were having like a build off or something like that. But from the pictures that he was posting, it looked pretty cool, man. And uh, it looked like the car scene was really big. And it looked it looked a little more impressive than I thought it was going to look. There was a lot of nice cars out there. So shout out to Indonesia. And then after that, the guys went to uh, Hong Kong. And Hong Kong looks super legit. The architecture there looked awesome. It'd definitely be somewhere that I would like to check out. But the guys were gone for a minute. They they went, I think it was like two weeks that the dudes were gone. 
And that's a long time, man. I couldn't do that. You know, a week is enough. When I go to Japan, a week is is the most that I can do. And after that, I'm ready to come home, man. I got I love home. I love being home. I love being with my family and I love the schedule that we have. And it's just it's a good life that we have. So it's nice to go on vacation, but I can't stay out any longer than a week. That's way too much. But they they got back not long ago. And uh, last week, actually, I stopped by Ryan's shop. I don't even know if I mentioned this on the last podcast, but uh, I had to go out and get some supplies out by his way. He's out over in Garden Grove. Um, and then I stopped by his shop and then me and him went to lunch and uh, we were catching up too. We were just talking about um, how, how his trip went and things like that. And it's really cool, man. It's cool because I looked up to both of these guys when I first got into the community. Like these guys were were the OGs and they're still the OGs and it's good just to sit down with them and to to talk about things and kind of get the perspective from their side you know because they have a lot of insight to offer and um, every time we're together we're always building we always build and we um, we have we always plan for exciting stuff coming up and something exciting that we got going on um, with Ryan is Japan so we're going to uh, Japan with, uh, it's going to be me and Ashley. So I'm so stoked about that, that she gets to go with me this year because the last two times I went, she wasn't able to go. And it just makes it a little more stressful when you're, shit, I don't know how many miles it is, but that shit is far, guys. There's no way if anything happened back home, there's no way that I'm making it back here in any sort of uh, quick manner. So I'm glad that she's going with me. Um, it's going to be me and Ash and then Ryan from Rywire and then big Ryan from Ibok. So, uh, Ryan that runs all the Ibok meets, he's going to be out there with us and we're going to have a great time. We're staying in Shibuya in Tokyo. So probably, I think we measured it, it was maybe like a, a fourth of a mile or 0.4 miles from, um, the crossing. So if you guys have ever seen, uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, where they're drifting through the crosswalks, and the crosswalks are like, um, it's like an X where they're going through the middle of the street. It's like really famous. Um, that's kind of the heart of it. That's like the Times Square of Tokyo, and we're staying right there, which is awesome, man. There's so much stuff to do right there. So many places to shop at, so many places to eat at, just the, the, uh, just the atmosphere is so cool. The lights, it's fun. So we're gonna be uh we're gonna be hitting that up in January. I think it's January 6th, January 9th through 16th, if I'm not mistaken. And the reason we're going out there is for Tokyo Auto Salon. So Tokyo, we're gonna get there on a Thursday. And Tokyo Auto Salon is, uh, what, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So Friday is, like, set up, I believe. One of the days is just set up, or it's just media, I think it is, or guest, or something. You have to have some kind of special pass to be in there this first day. And the past two two times we went, we were in early, which is really cool because there's nobody walking around. You could just walk around, check out the cars, and see where everything's at and get a feel for the show and then the next day you come and there's a lot more people there but you've already seen what you needed to see and and you're just soaking in the atmosphere um soaking in the culture out there 
it's a lot different man it is a lot different than SEMA it's a lot different than any other show or trade show or anything that I've ever been to it's just the people are different and uh the cars are really different over there and it's cool man it, it gives me a lot of inspiration because you can't just stay doing the same thing all the time you have to go and you have to experience new things and that sparks up your creativity and going to auto salon always sparks my creativity and every year i go it's just um it's it's a good start to the year so it's always the first couple weeks of of january is auto salon and starts off the year right and this year is going to be started off very right i'm super excited about it shout out to my boy yasu from exceed japan he always takes care of us when when we go to Japan for auto salon, obviously because there's the language barrier, and um, he'll take us around to like uh, check out shops and tourist attractions and things like that. Really cool. Last year when we went, we went to Osaka, which is probably like a five hour drive. We went out there and we went to uh, some old temples and we were just checking out a lot of cool things and I really appreciated that. And a lot of cool shops too, like legit ass JDM, um, no good racing, like those kind of um, Kanjo style shops. It was pretty cool, man. Uh, shout out to those guys. It was really cool to see that because, you know, you just see it online. You'll see it on through people's vlogs and things like that. But to actually see them in person and see the cars and just uh, it's it's a real different feeling. And I appreciate that I was able to uh, to be able to do that. So looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to uh, what Eibach has in store for this year. So if you guys haven't seen um Eibach meet expanded this year. So last year we did Florida, Orlando, Florida. We did uh, the West Coast one, which is the biggest one. And I would recommend any of you guys plan on it right now coming to the uh, West Coast Eibach. It's the best one. It's so huge. The best cars come out. People build their cars just for Eibach. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And we've been doing that show as a vendor, we've been vendors at that show since 2010. Every year since 2010, we've been a vendor at that event. And every other event that they go to, we've uh, we've had a booth at it. And I support Ryan with whatever he does. And this year, he decided to uh, expand. So last year, like I was saying, it was Orlando, the Cali one. And then after that, I believe was Philly. And then Ohio. So we did all four of those. And this year we're going to do the same four events, but we're adding Dallas, Texas and Atlanta, Georgia. Let me say that one again. We're doing Dallas, Texas, guys. And then we are doing Atlanta, Georgia. Let me, let me put a little volume on that one. Shout out to ATL. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be so stoked to head out there because I haven't been to Atlanta in a minute, guys. It's probably been the last time I've been to Atlanta is possibly 2016, if I'm not mistaken, but it's been a minute. 
And I love Atlanta. That's like one of my favorite cities. So I would love to go to Atlanta. We would uh, go out there for another event. And then I uh, I would stay at my boy Chubby's house. Shout out to my boy Chubby. So I would stay at his pad. And um, he's not really a car guy. But he would let me use his whip. I would go to the car, to the show and set up. And I would do what I have to do. But other than that, we would just be chilling at his pad. We'll be barbecuing, just rubbing and just having a good time talking about music talking about life uh chubby's one of my favorite guys to uh to talk to because he's super smart man he's um he's got a a lot of knowledge and as he should he's like a world traveler he's a I don't know how he ha- he's been able to do it cuz he's he's killing it but he just goes to like Greece and Rome and uh, New Zealand, Iceland, and all kinds of crazy places. Every time I check his Instagram, he's somewhere else. He's Mr. Worldwide. He's uh, he's on his hustle. So I love kicking in with my boy Chubby. And uh, this year we get to kick it again because I'll be back in Atlanta. So uh, shout out to Ibach for expanding i love that man that that's so awesome to see them growing because he really deserves it ryan from ibach is such a great guy and he's such a hard worker and he puts so much passion into these shows and they always turn out good if you ever go to ibach meet no matter where it's at no matter if it's here in cali or if it's in philly or ohio or wherever orlando it always brings out quote-unquote ibach style cars which are um really thought out builds, really clean builds and um, builders that take pride in what they do. And I love it. You know, those are the cars I love to see. We'll go to the shows and I'll see cars that I've never seen online. And I'll talk to the guy and say, yeah, I really don't bring it out. This is a, this, I just didn't want to miss this event, but usually I'll just keep the car in my garage. And that's crazy, man. It's crazy that that show has uh, has has become so prestigious where people that don't even bring out their cars will bring it out to the Eibach meet just because of what it represents. Um, that meet represents so much to me. That that meet represents the uh, the the birth of Downstar as like a vendor. You know, that was the first show I ever did had a spot at, and. I didn't know anything about being a vendor. I didn't know what it took or I didn't know what license I needed to have or what paperwork or what. I had no idea. But when it came time, I just shot a message. And this was back in NWP days. Uh, I shot a message to, I forget who it was. It was either Big Ryan or it was uh, Rodriguez. Shout out to Rodriguez because both of them were the ones that was that were doing the uh, the Cali one back in the day, back in 2010. And uh, I hit them up, and they're like, yeah, it's going to be this much for a booth. I think it was like 300 bucks for a booth. And I was like, all right, cool. So I paid the 300 and I just had it in my mind, like, okay, cool. We got to go. We got to make sure we spread the word and make sure everybody knows about what we have to offer. And we had a white table just like one of the ones from Walmart, you know, the six-foot foldable tables, a white table, and just a few little bolts placed on the on the, on the the table, like handwritten signs and things like that. 
And I remember it was a good time still. People people were coming up and they're saying, oh man, I seen the bolts online because they would see it on NWP. And a lot of the people that were on NWP were uh, the same people that you would see at the IBOC meet. So people were coming up to the to the booth and just saying what's up. And at that time, that was such a new thing to me. I, I never experienced that. You know, the only people that really talked to me were people that I knew. It wasn't like strangers would come up to me and talk to me. So it was a really, uh, really a, a positive experience. And we ended up making our money back for the booth and, and some on top of that. So that's all I wanted. You know, it, it was a success to me. Went to the event, set up the booth and was able to sell stuff, come home and have even more money in my pocket than what it cost me or what, what I had when I left. And that was dope, man. That was such a good experience. And I never take that for granted. Um, those guys, they took care of me early in the day or early in my career. And ever since then, they've always taken care of me. So the, the, the least I can do is just give back to them. Shout out to Ryan, man. Ryan's really a good dude. And I'm excited to see where the brand, uh, the Eibach Meat brand grows into. So if you guys have a chance, if you guys are in any of the uh, surrounding cities, of any of those that I mentioned, it's a it's a six city tour, so it's gonna be let me let me say it once again, it's gonna be Orlando, Florida, it's gonna be um, California. Where is it at in California? For it was a I think uh, not Irwindale, Fontana. There we go. So the Cali one is in Fontana, and then we go to um, Philly. So then they have the one in Philly. Ohio, I think it was Marysville, Ohio, wherever the uh, NSX factory is, it's really close to that. Because the last time we went to Ohio, we went into the NSX factory, and we saw them build a brand new NSX from scratch. We seen every raw piece that goes into it. And uh, shout out to Willie, Willie Wang, he, he took us over there. And he uh, gave us a tour of the NSX factory because he works right there. And it was fucking rad. Unfortunately, we couldn't take any pictures or anything like that, but it was a great time. Um, but we were in, a, it was Marysville, if I'm not mistaken, Marysville, Ohio. And then we're adding uh, Dallas, Texas and Atlanta, Georgia. So if you guys are in any of those cities surrounding, I'm pretty sure that some, one of the stops you guys will be close by, even if it's a few hour distance, I would definitely recommend going out there because it's a good time. And you want to support the people that are, uh, supporting the community and trying to grow with the community and just keep keep this thing going man it, take, it takes effort from everybody to keep this going yet um we're all doing our own thing but we all have to have the same greater goal in mind and that's just to keep uh the, the community moving forward so shout out to anybody i don't care what you guys are doing shout out to you if you if that's the goal that you have if you want to just keep pushing the uh the community forward and speaking of that, this weekend um, is when I'm going to be headed out, like I mentioned earlier, to um, Imports War in Mexicali. So I'll be there. The show is on Sunday. Sunday the 9th, I'll be there. Um, I'm going to be going with Jimmy from Envious and uh, Nick from Sick Media. We're all going to be headed out there to Mexicali. And that should be cool because I've been wanting to go for the last couple of years, but just logistically it hasn't panned out. 
And um, last year, I promised that I would go this year. So when time came, I signed up. We're ready to go, man. We're, we're going to make this happen. And uh, this is going to be my first event ever in Mexico. I don't think I'm going to bring anything to sell. I really just want to go and experience their culture and experience the um the the car scene out there and see what it's like. So I'm I'm stoked on that. Like I said, I really don't like to be away from home. I don't like to be away from my family. I uh I love our routine that we have. But sometimes you just got to keep the ball rolling, man, and these are the sacrifices that you have to make and you got to stay on it. Uh, but this is the last event of the year. So we're wrapping up the year with Imports War this weekend, December 9th in Mexicali, Mexico. It's going to be a good time, man. I'm super stoked about it. I'm ready to eat good. I'm ready to eat some bomb-ass Mexican food. But that's what we got going on, guys. I wanted to... Uh, take the time to thank you guys for listening to this podcast i know that um you could be doing anything else in the world but the fact that you're here listening to this whatever you're doing i really appreciate that i want to uh, make this podcast grow i'm trying to hone in on my skills you know i'm trying to hone in on my uh conversating skills and using a little better vocabulary it's hard guys because i'm used to talking how i talk and uh, I know to be able to present yourself in a certain way that you have to stop using some some words that are uh, just habit, such as like. I know I say like a lot, and um, there's another word that I say a lot. I don't know, but I just want to make it interesting for you guys. I want you to show. I want to show you guys what we got going on. I want to show you guys what it takes to uh, run a business, the back end of it, and what, what things really look like behind the scenes. So thank you guys once again for listening. I really appreciate your time. And if you enjoy this, man, see if you could tell a friend, you know. Um, it doesn't necessarily even have to be a car friend. It's just I'm, I'm going through this thing that we call life, and I'm documenting my experiences and letting you guys know uh, how my life is going what our experiences are like and hopefully you get some insight out of it hopefully you get some um entertainment entertainment out of it and maybe at the least if you get some new music out of it that would be something cool too but if you guys enjoy the podcast please 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 rate us if you can that would be super legit if you guys could rate us if you guys could comment on it whether you're listening on soundcloud or you're listening on the iTunes app, um, both of them have a rating system. If you could go throw us a rating, that'll help bump us up. And um, I would just really appreciate it. This takes a lot of hard work. And I know that anything that's worthwhile is going to take a lot of hard work. So I don't mind putting in the time. I want this to succeed. And I want Downtime with Downstar to be something that um, people look forward to listening to. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you for your time. I know today's Monday, probably some of you guys are stressed out, but just think of it as a new uh, new opportunity to smash out some new goals and just make some small goals for you for this week, even if it's to take clothes to the dry cleaner, to 
give your mom a call or whatever, you know, make some small goals for yourself, smash those goals. And, uh, next week, just keep doing it, man. Let's keep this ball rolling and let's, uh, let's have a positive day. So thank you guys for your time. I really appreciate it. And this is once again, downtime with Downstar. Peace.